Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, 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 and welcome. Um, we are together on the People's Black Panther Party Radio, and um, this is Big Mama's house. And uh, we do things a little differently around here. I wanted to uh, pull my my co-host. We we both co-host this show right here. I'm bringing in Mama Makita. So let me see if I can grab her on the phone line so she can say hello to my people. Greetings, family. Greetings. Greetings. Hey. How are you? I am great. Well, my my dear co-conspirator, uh, we we are in Big Mama's house again, okay? And um, what that means yes. is we're about to knock with <laughs> some heads, possibly step on some toes. Family, don't take this personal. There's some things though we gotta talk about. That's that's the whole purpose of Big Mama's house. Uh, let me before I let my my dear mama get into this, um, into the show, into what, into why. Let me take two seconds to explain why what big who Big Mama is. Big Mama is a part of our community that we have lost along the way. And she was so pivotal in helping us to solve so many of our small personal problems in-house. You know, back in the day, we all had that mother, grandmother, um, auntie, mama, the candy lady in the community, whatever you called her, whatever she was to you, we had that. And um, and she was the one that gave you that real advice. She was the one that, that let you know, hey, we, this is a bigger problem than you may be thinking. And so it was. she was that person for us. She helped the family. Um, she helped everybody's family. She kept it real. And so uh, mm-hmm. we were able to learn. Uh, we were able to get that moment of advice, get some help. You know, she always had a plate for you. You know, she always had an extra <laughs> yep. dollar or two for you. You know, she had a crew crew of her own and was great about get, organizing people, getting things situated and everything else like that. So, you know, Big Mama, she was that community part that we are missing. Now, you know, don't get us wrong. I don't do the coonery and buffoonery. I'm not a slapstick kind of person in any kind of way, shape, or form. Um, so when we say Big Mamas, we say that out of full respect. You know what I'm saying? I, I pride myself exactly. in being a mother of the community, you know. Um, I pride myself in being uh, that one where people can come to and call to and be, you know. So that, for me, it is an honor and a privilege and a very necessary function in, in what we're doing in our day-to-day. We need some Big Mama help. We've gotten so independent, okay? Uh, we've gotten so uh, into ourselves and thinking we know what's best that we don't reach out for help no more. We don't, you know, we'd rather suffer in silence, whatever, whatever. But, you know, we don't have the help. We don't have, uh, we don't let other people help us with our children. You know, everybody, oh, no, don't talk to my child that way. Oh, no, my child doesn't have this problem or that problem. See, Big Mama tell you quick, mm-hmm. uh, you know the boys, you know something wrong with that boy. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> That's true. That's so true. Big Mama, she don't hold her tongue for nothing. And we have been hitting it hard with some pretty difficult topics, but yet so pivotal in our upbringing. You know what I'm saying? We need to talk about these things. And tonight we totally get agree. into we get into the baby mama drama. Mm. I, I'm gonna yeah. let uh, my dear mama Nikita. <laughs> just what is baby mama? I don't even know what that definition is. I don't know if that's in the dictionary or not, but everybody knows what it is. Could, could you could you help us understand? It's what personally baby mama something is? that I can't. It's personally something I can't stand. <laughs> okay. Because it comes with so it? so many negative things, opposed mm-hmm. to this is the mother of my child, this is the woman mm-hmm. who birthed my nation, this is the woman who mm-hmm. sacrificed her body, her life to bring forth my seed. You're saying some words. You're saying so some words. When we look at it differently, and we put mm-hmm. the proper verbiage to it, it should come with a right. different level of respect. And mm-hmm. with this whole topic, that's all I kept getting. I was thinking about Aretha. Yeah. I was like, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Okay. <laughs> if okay. we can do that, yes, it yes. doesn't matter whether mom is a custodial parent or dad is a custodial parent. If y'all can't make it together, yes. that's fine. You still have to be able to co-parent. And in that co-parenting, right. you should be able to respect each other. Have enough open Amen. communication where we can agree to disagree, but we come together on this tiny human that we created. Yeah. And I think because yeah. so many other, your, your emotions are still tied up in what used to be or what you thought would be, you know, mm. societal norms are now caught up in stuff. Um, uh. If this person has to go for resources, now they're in your business and you're taking it, oh, she she's just mad because I'm I'm dating this person. Or he's just mad because I'm over here and this and this and that. No, let's get back to the basics of respect. Respect the fact that this baby should come first, and put all that other foolishness aside. There were certain mm-hmm. arguments yeah. that just didn't happen in front of these children, and now these children, yeah. it's a certain thing. I'm like, what do you mean that happened when we were a kid? <laughs> Right. I, I can't right. even imagine because there was enough respect that we took that argument in the back room. Absolutely. You know, you didn't Absolutely. lay hands on each other in front of the children. Yeah. You barely elevated your voice in front of the children. You know, it didn't mean it was no arguments and no disagreements, but you put it in its proper place and you made sure that right. child felt safe regardless of where you that know, baby went. You know, um, you're, you're focusing on respect, and I, I respect uh-huh. you focusing on respect. Um, I know for sure uh, part of the problem, why the respect is so loose, why we don't have um, the respect in places, because we're entering into these contracts too easily. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We've allowed baby mama to be a real thing, you know what I'm saying? When people say baby mama, they know what that means. And I'm like, what do you mean? Do you mean this is, you know, <laughs> this your your ex-husband? You know, is this your, your old man, your boyfriend? And, you know, why does this term even have a meaning, you know? And it's not just baby mama. The show's not called baby mama. It's called baby mama drama. 
And and I'm like, don't the men contribute to just as much of this drama as the women? But but you're not getting it. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to kind of go back and rewind a little bit, you know, how this is impacting our family units. You know, our family units, we have a lot of struggles, societal struggles, real struggles, okay? We got racism, it's real. Poverty, mm-hmm. which is real. We have dispro- disproportionate um, incarceration rates, it's real. We have real. Um, so many broken families. I mean, to the point where broken is has become the norm. And so when we have these families that are fragmented so poorly, then we get things like baby mamas and we get things like this casual attitude towards this mm-hmm. woman. Casual. Like, oh, she's just doing that, you know, oh. She's just uh, she's just a baby mama. But when you know when you started off the conversation, this is the woman who opened up her portal to bring life forward. Okay. She deserves respect. If for she no other reason, respect. she did that. She deserves support from her family, from his family. I mean, we've really got I mean financial support, but way more than financial support. Well, I, I need to come babysit this baby every other weekend because I need a second. Mm-hmm. I need you to help contribute mm-hmm. to her, the child because I want to go back to school. You know, you already got your exactly. degree. I didn't get a chance to finish my degree because I had mm-hmm. to stop and care for children and stuff. And so when we start to demand and insist respect for the women that carry these titles, we are elevating our community. Our community exactly. as a whole gets better because at that point we're we're demanding better respect for her, which should equal better respect for the children. It should equal more support for the children, more eyes on these children because mm-hmm. all these mom, baby mamas aren't doing a good job. I hate to be like this. Let me tell you. Let's be real. We got to work. We got <laughs> to be honest. Some of these women not ready to be mothers, okay? But yet mm-hmm. they're in these positions where they have to be. We got to start talking and working to elevate them in this position, help put our family back together so that our families can be stronger. And when we're building our nation from the family unit, our communities are going to feel the impact immediately. Immediately. So we have to put totally our agree. family unit. And what you had mentioned about mom, some of the mothers not being ready, a lot of them yes. are not ready just because they don't have the proper resources, that proper support Absolutely. system. And if it was there, they can become, <laughs> they can walk into their kingdom, you know, but they Absolutely. can't Absolutely. because they're, they're and, forced and, to do certain things. Yeah, and you said it With like, the lack said, of respect. The big... The big mamas are gone. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day, okay, back in the day, uh, and I say back in the day like I'm that old. I'm not, I ain't that old. But there was a time when if a young lady got pregnant, they they go take her to the country, okay? She mm-hmm. would go to the country. She would stay at big mama's house who may or may not be related to her, okay? But she would stay mm-hmm. there for, she'd finish out her education there. She'd get a little job or a little trade while Big Mama is helping her with this child, okay? We're mm-hmm. not just dumping this child out onto this woman, you know, because 
it mm-hmm. takes it takes more than two people. It takes more than two people in her side of the family. It takes two people, both sides of the family and the community. It, it takes all of that because if you don't have it takes all a of village. That, the community. That's part of the, the problem. The child suffers. The child suffers. Mm-hmm. So that's yep. part of the big mama job. You would go when I was growing up. If a guy got a girl pregnant, that was it for him. His daddy be like, "Oh, okay, so we get married, huh?" I just you decide to go and he get married, and dude be like, "Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like to me." Because what you're not going to do is have this girl out here by herself. And so there was a mm-hmm. push for the, the two to get married. Um, and not to say married and not to be in love, <laughs> but there was a push for them to work together and to combine resources together and, and to mm-hmm. grow it and, and to do all of those things together, you know. And, and But now, unfortunately, a lot of these guys don't have that elder male in their life, so they don't really know how they handle certain situations. So we have, uh, you know, our elder males that are worth anything, you know. Um, what are they, 50, 55? That's barely half mm-hmm. them older than the kids, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got big mamas, but we need some, um, we need some uh, daddies up in here too, you know. We need, you Is know, Papa Joe. Yeah, we need some Papa Joe <laughs> to step sure up. Do. And to be able to tell that young man, look, you know, I, I see you in a situation. It ain't the end of your life, but you got to do some things differently. You got to move differently. And there was um, a lot more that 30 years ago, 40 years ago, there's a lot more support from the community and demands and expectations from the community that also the mm-hmm. young man step up in that too. And not to leave this this woman out here by herself. Um, and a big thing that came in and changed a lot of that support, of course, you have to go back to the influx of uh, drugs that flooded our community. We, we are still True. struggling and suffering from that because what the drugs did is they they changed the the respect hierarchy. Oh unfortunately, mm-hmm. and um, that mass in the household dynamic that was going on. Yes, that, that, that mass incarceration. When you have all of the fathers in jail, then, then who does get to step up with a child and, and for this woman? You know, so when you can't get um, assistance without denouncing the father, you know, and demonizing the mm-hmm. father, then, you know, what are you going to do? So, you know, and it, it unfortunately, real... that's how it was set up. I, oh, it was oh, set up even dealing with like Section 8 and all that kind of wonderful oh, yeah. stuff. And these are oh, things yeah. that people need. And, and for the fathers that were not incarcerated but weren't making enough to handle it, it was like, okay, right. so what do I do? Do I step out right. so that mom and the children can still have a decent place to stay? Right. You know, do I stay behind? Do I hide in the shadows? And unfortunately, yep. some people did make that choice. Yes, Just they so did. that the family, yes, you know, they, they made that sacrifice there. Yes. But unfortunately, yes. with that type of sacrifice being made, that respect level dropped tremendously. 
of course, and the authority that someone his, m- once had in the home is no longer there. For her, for him exactly. and for her. See, this is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I, this, this conversation here is not about baby mamas. Tricked you, sorry. Mm-hmm. This conversation right here is about <laughs> black families. Okay, we've mm-hmm. got to get back to black families. We've got to get back to um, the respect that's needed in these families. We've we've got to get back to some of these very, very basic things. Without the respect, we're not going anywhere. Without the support, Mm -hmm. we're not going anywhere. You know, um, and then also we have to understand we can't move back in time. You know, we can't move back in time. Back in the day, I remember when – I remember telling my mother she was going to be a grandmother. I have her first grandchild. And she just cried and cried. And I don't think half them tears were for me. I think half of them was her realizing, I'm about to be a grandmother. Lord, have mercy, you know. And she was a young woman, but I guess you, you never really get good and prepared for that, okay? But, um, you know, we can't go back in time. We have to recognize now grandmothers are coming 40. 40, I got 43, 44-year-old women that are grandmothers. And I'm like, boy, I was just getting my good stroke going at 44. What you talking about? You're a grandmother, you know. So we okay. have to recognize, okay, <laughs> we have to recognize that because <laughs> some of our community dynamics have changed, we have to also change how we deal with and address some of these issues in our community and, and how do we address um, some of the needs of our community, you know, let's be real with it. I'm not, I'm not asking anybody to go back in time because that, that doesn't happen. Okay. But I am saying, let's talk about some ways we can bring that time to us. You know, we can still get the support, the love, the whatever we need in 2019, you know, I agree. I agree. And one of the things you mentioned previously about the families being so broken, when you have something that's broken, a lot of times you go to where there's light. So if you're traveling to where there's light, there may be another broken family over there. And now we got to blend these families together. Jesus. When you're blending families and you got bonus babies or you have adoptions Mm -hmm. or you have foster care or you have emergency placements, and all these babies from previous relationships, it's all kind of wonderful energy going on. Yes. So the biological parents need to have that understanding, that open communication, that respect, so that when these blended unions start to happen, you are, in essence, expanding this village for these tiny humans so they can mm-hmm. prosper. You know, I. Um, but that means people got to get out their feelings. They have to get out their feelings real, on some stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. feel you. I had a real interesting conversation. I had a number of interesting conversations this weekend. This weekend was a um, a tornado, hurricane type weekend. So the, the combination of the two is, is pretty rough. But um, in it, I, it was brought to my attention that I have a child-centered home. And I looked like 
duh, you know, of course I do. <laughs> that's what that's my job, you know. I mean, mother, I mother children, yes. whether they are God children, whether they are spiritual children, whether they're my birth children, bonus children, it doesn't matter. I do have a child-centered home. That is accurate, you know. But I didn't realize how that impacted everything else that I did. You know what I'm saying? Everything else. There there wasn't an area where I was not taking the children or the children of that situation into consideration. And I'm like, doesn't everybody think like this? You know, because I'm thinking, you know, I'm an average black woman, you know. And the answer to that no, ma'am. No, <laughs> no ma'am. Because if everyone thought like that, <laughs> you wouldn't have these babies being dropped off places or yeah, left for days yeah. at a time if everyone thought that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. And but that is who they are. Yeah, even when that's necessary, even when it's necessary, look, I can't help it. I got to either travel for work, I got to do this, mom is sick. All kinds of things that happen to where, you know, children have to be in the care of others. I am still mm-hmm. incredibly surprised at the fact that they, everyone is not child-focused. And um, because of that, uh, we have, it reflects, it shows, mm-hmm. it shows. You know, um, there's a difference in working long hours and working so many hours that you have nothing when you come home from work for your spouse, for your kids, for the dog, for nothing. That's abuse, okay? So mm-hmm. even for me, even work can be done in a family-centered way. You know what I'm saying? Um, in, in in the household where I got tons of little ears, I got little ears and little eyes. These little boogers are noses. But um, in the house, I have to be aware of the language, profanity, the language and content, uh, the language and mm-hmm. age appropriateness. I mean, there there are not many conversations um, that are had where I'm not having to take little minds into consideration. And so, you know, but when you, but I'm thinking everybody does this until they come back from no, school ma'am. and then they heard at school. And I'm like, yo, that's not kosher. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. I mean, I turn Mm-mm. on the radio. I can't even listen to the radio at, and some of the stuff they're putting out on the radio because mm-hmm. of its horrible content and, and their half attempt of, of beeping out, you know, curse words and stuff like that. So I'm sitting here like, okay, I'm trying to mother children. And I realize that this is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week, I don't get no vacation time built in, I nothing, nothing, okay? Never. So, okay, I don't get no bonuses, I don't get no raise, nope. I haven't gotten a raise, I haven't gotten paid yet, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a woman who's trying to mother children, and I recognize how much, with all of my, all the intellect I think I got, all the intellect that I have, all the support that I have, all of um, the life experiences that I have, this is still a chore for me. What, is, mm-hmm. what, what are these 18, 
19, 20-year-olds going to do? If this is a chore for me, and I've been at this game, you know, my oldest is 20, okay? I've been at this for mm-hmm. half a second. So, and I'm still working on it. I got to work on it every day. I got to even be to the point like, look, this is an acceptable period, point blank, not because it bothers me, but I have children I'm intentionally raising. I'm intentionally putting this mm-hmm. effort forward. I'm intentionally doing this and that. So what are, these, what are these other girls, what are these young girls doing? How do they make it through? How can we elevate them out of this baby mama drama? How do we elevate them? How do we build from them? We have to remind them of and the bigger need- picture. We need to encouraging words, sometimes just a brief conversation with a new mom or a young mother with multiple children, sometimes a brief conversation with a stranger can be so impactful. Wow. As far as, okay. let me motivate, make sure you go back to school, you know, make sure that okay. you get a little bit of self-care in there. Even if you have to wait after you put the kids down, make sure they go to bed at a certain time so your house can yes, be ma'am. quiet at night in case you need to study, <laughs> you know, those yes. type of things. Just encouraging them like that, you know. And yes. even having the conversations with these young men. Okay, that baby, she didn't make that baby by herself. That's right. She need a break. That's right. Go get your child. <laughs> you know, That's right. go get That's your right. child. And even learn more, how to do even this. Even more than she needs a break. Even more than what she needs parent. a break. Um, you need I, the parent. <laughs> parent. I, I had a man, he was so mad at me. Hey, bah, 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 bah. You women, you women. I said, look, the door is open. You get, come get them, Okay. So rather than, you know, men get frustrated because they don't feel their agenda is being pushed. But I'm like, but guess what? If it's your agenda, you got to push it. You know what I'm saying? I'm pushing my agenda all day long. From the moment they wake up mm-hmm. to the moment they close their eyes, my agenda is being pushed. If you want your agenda mm-hmm. pushed, come push them. You know, we, we've had consistently. many, many conversations. Oh, oh consistently. Consistently. <laughs> Because you can't have come had... in February and then come back in September like everything's still cool in the day. <laughs> because that child is not listening to what you say. He's watching what you do. So if you are inconsistent, yeah. then you will get inconsistent respect. If you are inconsistent mm-hmm. and disrespectful here, 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 guess what? I'm going to give it back to you. And I promise mm-hmm. you, children are children. They will be it will come out at the most inappropriate time, at a time when you would normally be respectful to your elder, like you call them boogers, but this this tiny human is going to give you the business in front of someone to hurt you because all they have is they're operating on pain, and because you're not consistent, they don't know how to articulate that pain to you. So it's going to come out the way a kid gets it to you. Disrespect. Pain and you got to handle it. Maturity. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And you can't Pain always implement, you know, corporal punishment, especially no. if that child well, is right. You need to go sit down and think wrong. about it. <laughs> <laughs> especially if they're right. If they're not wrong, if they're not wrong, we got to think about that. If they're not wrong, mm-hmm. okay? So, yeah, it, it's definitely mm-hmm. a challenge. And, you know, I believe in classes. I believe in workshops. I believe in uh, leading by example. I I believe in that. And so, you know, we have to, and I believe that this 
parent, this parenting. Parenting, I think, is one of the most important things that you can do in the world, okay? That's how highly mm-hmm. I think about parenting. Because I know if we can get this parenting down, then the children automatically fall in line. Our community automatically falls in line. You know, we got to get this parenting piece down. And and let me tell you another thing. We're talking about parenting. And I don't want to get too far off topic because we do need to talk about in baby mama drama, we got to talk about marriage. We got to talk about why these are baby mamas, not even ex-wives. You know what I'm saying? Why is this not an ex-wife of yours? You know what I'm saying? Y'all have children together. We have to talk about creating new understandings as far as sexuality. If we're going to talk about baby drama, we got to talk about how they got here, you know? And so there are a couple mm-hmm. things we got to get into. But I'm, I'm going to say this before we even go there. We have got to work on parenting, not just our children. Sometimes our the adults need parenting. I know a handful of women who are not mothered properly. Mm-hmm. And they will tell you they weren't mothered properly. And it shows in their attitude of how they go about their mothering, you know? And what I'm here to mm-hmm. say is that your mother may not have been perfect um, or caring or nice or anything, yeah. There's some people that they were going through stuff and they had children. So guess what? The children go through stuff. That that's you don't have to stay there. You can find right. someone to parent you, even if you're an adult. I know women. I can I can find them a mile away. I'm like, you got beef with your mama, and they'd be like, oh yeah. And I'm like, it's the truth. It's mm-hmm. the truth. I can see it all in you. Because there were things that your mother was supposed to give you that you didn't get because you thought you were grown or you just didn't like the way she gave them to you or whatever. There's things missing in you. And so for my adult babies out there, for you, you can be a parent your own self. But for if you are missing mm-hmm. something from either your mother or your father, you don't have to stand there with your hand out looking outside the window like you're five and six years old anymore. You don't have to do that, okay? You can now put things in place to go get that love, to go get that wisdom, that knowledge. You can find you a big mama. Find you one. That's right. right They got to know adoptions, too. (laughs) Find somebody that will adopt you and and listen, (laughs) you know. They really do have that. Family. Yeah. Put yourself in somebody's mm-hmm. family. Learn some family values, okay? Number one, you can't do it by yourself. It wasn't set up for you to do by yourself. Take I mean, the village. I think I'm dynamic. I think I'm dynamic. It's still too hard to do by yourself. You're supposed to do this with others, whether that is mm-hmm. the biological, whether it's a bonus, whether it's a step. Whether it's grandma, grandpa, whether it's the church, I don't care who, but understand, and, and, I, and I have to say this, and I stress it, and I'm passionate about it. I mean, I can feel myself. I'm, I don't want to get worked up, but there's so many people that are struggling with this, and they feel like they're alone. There are so many people struggling with this, and they feel like this is the way it's supposed to be, and it's not. 
We have to start demanding for better. Period. Exactly. It's a generational curse, and you have the power to break it. Amen. You have Amen. the power. So last yeah. time I heard, it said black power, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so that means so let's put the power up. back okay. into it, <laughs> you know, and as we put this power back into it, we can change the dynamic. We can say, well, yeah. this didn't work over here for me. This gave me this. Do I want better for my child? And because I want better for my child, I'm going to invest in them. I'm going to sow good seeds into them. I'm going to monitor what I do and what I say in front of them. I'm going to monitor what vibrations go in their ears, <laughs> you know, instead Amen. of paying that hardcore, <laughs> whatever oh they call God. music. Um, how about some meditation tunes at night to quiet down your house so they can learn to think Amen. clearly? Amen. You know, there are things that you can do in a household and just shift some of this energy. You know, yeah. everyone doesn't have to be angry all the time. You know, one of the things we don't do enough of, like we'll have all kind of drama going on outside, and then you want to just bring that in the house like you're right. You better go touch a tree <laughs> okay. or something and leave it out the door. Let your children see you smile. Around. Yeah. Let yeah. them see you smile. Yeah, because they, cause they'll remember when you didn't. And when okay. you're looking at them and you're looking crazy, that's what they remember. That's what mm-hmm. they remember. You can say whatever words you want to say, but when you're looking at them and you're looking crazy, they're like, oh, what did I do? You know, and it's like exactly. you have done nothing. They just breathe it. You know, you mm-hmm. have them jacked up day regardless. But when they see it, they they automatically take it personal. Their world isn't that big. You know what I'm saying? They don't know the life right. They don't know that, you know, mama just lost a job. They don't know that they don't, all they know is that you looked at me and you frowned. Oh, my goodness. So we have to do more when we're talking about that intentional parenting, okay? And, 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 and you have a response. If you're over 30, if you're over 25, you have a responsibility to get that parenting. It doesn't matter who dropped the ball. A lot of times I need you to, I need you to know our parents, they human. So if they made a mistake you, you, and and our parents Next. made mistakes, we make mistakes as parents. You know, our children that mm-hmm. we're trying to raise to be these wonderful, perfect beings, they're going to make mistakes. And so, you know, we have to continue to work on all of this, okay, and, and build from this and let them see us, you know, come out of the mistakes. Okay, so this totally is agree. Like the party. This is Big Mama's house. We do it here. We say the words. We have to. We have to begin to work on some of the family dynamics within the home. You know, you are welcome to join us if you want to join the conversation. All you have to do is press one. That lets the switchboard know. Hey, I want to have a conversation. I want to jump in. I got baby mama drama, or I am the drama. You know, <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. these baby daddies be creating drama too. So, but the the phrase that's more popular known is the baby mama drama. Um, mm-hmm. And, and we've been having this conversation, and uh, Mama Makita has been letting us know about the respect factor that is missing, even by saying the words "baby mama." Even the words alone are disrespectful. 
Yes, I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't. Why do you think they're disrespectful? And I would, it's disrespectful because of all the negativity that goes along with that title. You know, I am a queen. I am who I am. Oh, <laughs> and you don't get to degrade me. Mm. And that's what it is. Mm. You don't get to degrade me. Because when you're not doing what you need to do, I'm handling business. Whether I'm tired, whether I'm sick, whether I'm just annoyed, I still have to do and pick up the slack when you can't. So mm. if nothing else, you respect me as the mother of your child. I ain't asking for nothing But that you're going to give me. <laughs> you're yeah. going to give me that because I've earned it. We have to start demanding it. We really have mm-hmm. to start. That what you what you just said to me sounds I like earned basic respect. It. it sounds like <laughs> basic respect. Okay, this is basic. This is the beginning. I, I have to respect you. You hold a position of authority. I want to respect you. Okay, very basic. But um, we have to start demanding it. We have to also start looking like respect too. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to okay. you know, sit here and and beat our chest and pop our collars and everything else like that because I do. But um, I also have to make sure that I'm right and exact and I'm I'm moving in righteous energy when I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so you know we have to talk about we have to talk about some reasons about how this baby mama got here in the first place. Okay, and um, one of the reasons was. Uh, they were having sex, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> last time I checked, that was the, you know, the popular vote and how the yeah. babies keep popping up. And um, of course, we got to start talking about, you know, we're, we're talking about respect. We're talking about respecting my position, talking about respecting what I'm doing. We have to make sure that we're also being respectful of ourselves. Because it's real hard to convince somebody else to do something for us, like respect us, when we're not doing it ourselves. You know? Okay, so you can't be around here being loose booty. That's what you said. I I said something about the loose booty, yeah. 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 So. Because yeah, you can't <laughs> Big mama's house you get it the way you get it You know yeah. you can't be around here Being loose booty and then get mad That you're not getting the respect <laughs> right, That you should right. get For birthing a nation that is But you're around here being loose booty Yeah Okay. Yeah, we gotta talk about that okay. You're making it hard for yeah. me now You're making yeah. it hard because I want to support you Okay. Yeah. I want to big you up I want you to have all of the glory I want you to do it. I want that for you, but you got to want it for yourself, okay? You got to exactly. really put that energy forward that says, hey, I am deserving of this, period, point blank. You know what I'm saying? We have to make sure that, you know, when Big Mama up here fussing at this, because I talk to men too. I talk to women and men. Mm-hmm. And when I up here talk to him, like, yo, son, you got to take care of this. You got to do this. I can't have him mm-hmm. be like, well, you know. I don't know the baby mind. She was dealing with three or four men when we were talking. I, I I can't do this. I can't. It's hard for me to sit here and pop his hand when when we got some issues over here. Mhm. Mhm. And when whatever the issue here, is, <laughs> work towards solving it. Because at the end of yeah. this end of the day, the tiny humans are here. 
there's still yes. a responsibility, you yes. know, the, the nurturing responsibility, the financial responsibility, the educational responsibility, all these things, you know, jump, are required because lap. we, t- yeah. Yeah. because exactly, because we chose to procreate, then we still got to get this yeah. stuff done. We Absolutely. have to. And it's so funny you know. because you're talking to uh, Mama Seven, who is the mother of boys. I, I love my boys. I love my girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then Mama Makita is the mother of girls, and she put that girl thing down, okay? She she do all that. Um, and so you're getting it from two different perspectives, okay? So when mm-hmm. I'm sitting here talking about, you know, in order to get respect, you got to give respect. I, I'm I'm doing this from the angle of talking to my sons, like, look, you know, if you see this little girl, I, I remember having this conversation with them. If a little girl sends you a picture of herself, and she's not dressed, please unfriend her. Delete that. Delete the picture. Don't look at the picture. Don't. You have to respect people even when they don't respect themselves. And this was a problem. You mm-hmm. know, little girls sending nasty pictures. And then I had to go and tell them, yeah, that's considered child pornography, and it's against the law. You can go to jail. You can do that. <laughs> and you can go to jail mm-hmm. over looking at some Popeyes, okay? So, um mm-hmm. You know, all of this, that's a conversation I have to have with my boys, okay? The conversation that Mama Keita got to have with her girl, it's different. Because, it's I, different. I don't want that conversation. I don't want it. It's I don't different. Want it. I do not want it. <laughs> and then I also have five umiets, <laughs> so uh-huh. I have another uh-huh. generation. So Amen. that changes the dynamics. And it's like, okay, yes. you know, if you go, yes. please understand that no one can raise your child better than you. Some yeah. people may have it a little bit more down pat, but if the most High chose you for that baby to come through, then that baby is Amen. there to teach you and you're there to teach that child. So when you Amen. approach it from that perspective, like, yeah, my mama got this down pat, but she tell me nobody can raise a baby better than me. So let me put my thinking right. cap on. Let me figure That's use right. my creative juices to get this done and be the best version that of myself that I can be so I can be there for this That's tiny right. person. You know? That's right. That's so when right. you start to it's view so it that way is different. You know, cuz at right. my tender age of 16 plus Look at here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's certain things I don't feel like Look. doing no more. Would I do it if I have Look. to? Yes, but I'm going to make sure that you're trained to do it yourself. Yeah, buddy. I'm going to make sure you and know you, you have, know, have to have that hustle gene on, you know? I got one, my oldest boy. He is so looking forward to having babies. He, I, and I'm like, at first I was like, you want to practice having? You want to practice making babies? Or what? I'm trying to find out exactly what you're looking forward to, <laughs> you know? And, he, <laughs> talking about and he's like, no, he wants to be there from the birthing pool. I'm like, birthing pool? He wants to be there from the beginning to the end. He want to comb hair every morning. He just wants a baby. He just wants it. And I'm like, okay, that's beautiful and everything, son. But I need you to know, baby mamas got all the power, okay? So if baby mama say she don't want her baby hair like that, that's not going to happen. If baby mama say, oh, you can't see the baby on Monday, you can only see him on Tuesday at 3 o'clock for 45 minutes, that's the baby. You need a wife 
you want all this power, oh, all this control. That's right. You want all this other stuff. You need you a wife. When you got a wife, you got 50-50 on that thing. A baby mama? Uh-uh. So I'm trying to tell him. Not trying. I do tell him. You're not going to be happy <laughs> with a baby mama. You're not going to be happy because you're not going to be happy knowing that she has all the control and all the power in the situation. You need you a wife, okay, where you can sit there and have influence when you know your wishes are going to be heard, when there's already an understanding about how this child thing is going to work, and it is in agreement. Not just, oh, I said for her to, no, you said, and, and, exactly. your law don't make law, yeah. marriage makes law, okay? And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I let him know, and I let all all my sons know, you're not going to be happy being a baby daddy. You're not going to be happy mm-hmm. with that, because I pay about two inches of mine to that baby daddy. When you are a baby daddy, <laughs> that really means that child's maternal grandmother is in charge. That's really what that means. Mm-hmm. So don't play the radio, okay? Get married so you have some rights in there. So for for the mother or grandmother of boys, it's a little different. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really, really it's is. It's a little different. I have a question uh-huh. for you. Now, yes, ma'am. You're, you're talking about the marriage component, especially when yes. men really want to be an intricate part of the family unit, which is the way it should be. Right. But okay. Yes. What about when it's broken? You know, ain't no fixing over here. Ain't no fixing over here. It is what it is. Uh-huh. But still tiny human. Uh-huh. Yeah. The process yeah. for blended families. Marriage should still be on the table too. Because if we try oh, to fix oh, stuff that is broken and put this puzzle together and shave these sides and smooth this out and buff this over here and this, this, and here, the goal should still be one and the same. Let me tell you. I Because you got tiny humans on both sides looking up. That's right. I am a believer in marriage. I, I am. Everybody, everybody who has heard me speak more, more than once should know that. Um, and one of the reasons why is because it shows a commitment. It shows responsibility. It's so direly needed in our community, especially after American community. I think the, the rate of uh, marriage is, I think it's 30%, but the rate of divorce is just as high as everybody else. So that means there's a chance you may not even get married at all, and still a 50% chance that marriage ain't going to work, you know. Um, so... All that being said, you know, being a believer in marriage and everything, that supports so many of the rules and the commitments that come with the family. We've got to get back mm-hmm. to those committed roles, okay? And another thing is being the mother of boys, I think I feel it really strongly because I am going to, what I teach them, they're going to do. So if I teach them that it's okay not to get married, just to have a little friend friend, you know, um, that's what they'll do. Because if I am the highest ranking woman in their life, they're going to look and see, okay, the highest ranking woman in my life, what does she do? How does she act? Not what does she say. What what does she do? Not what does she say. No, no. What type Mm -hmm. of man did it take? To pull my mama, okay? Because my mama is the, the bomb okay. diggity. 
So anybody <laughs> that she deals with has got to be up and up. So what did it take to pull my mama, you know? And then what did it take to keep her, you know? So we have to go through these dynamics and and really begin to teach our children those types of things because they're learning it anyways. Whether you say it or Mm -hmm. not, okay, guess what? You could be waiting for Mr. Right and everything else like that, but when you are dealing with Mr. Right now, oh, you can see that. (laughs) The babies see that. So okay. they're like, well, you know, uh, you know, Uncle Frank is is sneaking in the back door, you know. I don't know. I think I'd rather be Uncle Frank, you know, because he gets all the time and attention, and he seems to be priority when he comes. So, you know, I don't have to be, you know, the, the father. I don't have to be, the, you know, the one that takes responsibility for do these babies have winter coats. You know, do these babies, you know, mm-hmm. are they making it to school? Um, are they behaving themselves and, and working with the mother? I, Uncle Frank, all he does is tell me get a big piece of chicken, you know what I'm saying? And and then, you know, Uncle Frank goes, he comes before the work, and he leaves before the work even gets started, okay? So mm-hmm. are we teaching our children that Uncle Frank has a higher ranking than someone who actually is willing to stand up and say, I'm going to be responsible for this child, whether I birth them or not. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to represent for this child. You know, am I going to be the one that, that tells him, you know, about girls? Because, you know, his mama told him, you know, technically about girls, but she only knows half the story. And half the story that she's telling, we don't care about. You know, we don't know. So, you know, mm-hmm. we have to um, really begin to understand what we are promoting in our own household. And, and that's going to let us know kind of what our children are going to do and what they're expecting, you know. Because if you're sitting back dealing with Uncle Frank, your children are going to want to be Uncle Frank. They're going to want to come over, eat the piece they want, and then leave, you know. And, and we have to really start to put some... Um, responsibilities in place so that we're not promoting that accidentally. I think every woman wants the marriage. No one wants to be a baby mama. Everybody wants to be a wife. Mm-hmm. And I'll even take an ex-wife because, you know, yeah, I, I've been treated well. I've been treated better as an ex-wife in certain times and places than some people get treated as a, as a girlfriend or something. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even mad at the ex-wife. I'm not saying you got to be married forever. I'm just saying, you know, make the, don't be afraid to make those commitments because really when the woman has the child, she's already made the lifelong commitment. That's, That's why you got to get marriage back on the plate. Mm-hmm. You know, women, we got to make it easy for the men to get married. You know, it ain't all on the men. You know, women got to make it easy. I know a couple of sisters are like, look, I'd like to get married, but look, I got sponsors. You know, you don't pay all the bills, you know, so we got to be for the men to get married. We have to make sure that we're putting, you know, positive things in place. Number one, don't deal with no individual. If you if you can't see marrying this man, you shouldn't be sleeping with them, you know. And, and, I, and I say that for my, for my men folk out there, too. If you know this woman is crazy... Like they, but she's crazy though. 
okay, but why are you sleeping with her, okay? If you know she's crazy, if you know she's out there, okay, why were you with her? So we got to start, you know, putting some responsibilities in place. When you see in there something wrong, you know, maybe that's not the right person to be playing Russian roulette with kids on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to make some wiser decisions. Um, yeah. Being selective is okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's okay it to is. be selective. You know, it if is. you lay down with everybody who want to lay down with you just because they want to lay down with you, yeah. it'll be all raggedy. Yeah. By the time you get to yeah. someone you really want and really want to give yourself to, <laughs> it's all dried out, looking like a prune and stuff. Or oh, see, that's a mama talking to her daughter. This is okay. why we don't do this. <laughs> okay, protect your garden. Be careful. Okay. You know, you want everyone, you know. Everyone's particulars don't need to be in your pudding pot. No. Oh, big mama's house, we, we have to tell it like it is. Okay. And it's so funny. I am. I taught my son the same thing. I'm like, baby, you precious, okay? So when he got to school and everybody's all, he's like, wait a minute now. I, I'm, I'm precious, okay? And the girls were looking at him like, no, I'm offering you sex. And he's like, yeah, but you're not treating me right. You know, like you're not, you're not committing to me. I can't just be having sex with you and you didn't commit to me. And the girls were looking at him like. Dude, I'm I'm talking about sex. What are you talking about? It's precious, y'all. And if you treat it right, it, it really can be magical when it's supposed to be okay. magical. Okay. You thinking you're doing something, you you're not. You you really aren't. Okay. Um, it, it can be divine. Oh my god. <laughs> Big Mama House, you know she's like fresh. <laughs> okay, she is. She is. To tell you about back in the day. <laughs> back in my day. Watch okay? here now. <laughs> sure. When me and Papa Joe first got together, okay? <laughs> That's why sure. Papa Joe in the living room. That's why he ain't going nowhere. Because he knows what magic <laughs> is, okay? So, okay. <laughs> Big Mama, tell you some things, okay? But, you know, the first thing we got to tell you is that you got to respect your body. You got to respect your body. Yes. No one is going to respect it for you. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, I wish there were people that would treat you as good as you can treat you. But there isn't. Okay? Mm-hmm. God did not make it that mm-hmm. way. God made it for you to treat you well. Okay? You're the first one that puts the stamp on that and says, hey, I'm going to value myself. Okay? So, you know, when we talk about that baby mama, that baby mama drama, we got to talk about how these babies are getting here, and we got to let go of this over-sexualized idea of women. We have to let go of this um, expectations that all men got to hit all things. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop encouraging our young men to hit all things, okay? Stop letting them think, hit oh, the I book. have to, or they're going to call me soft or whatever. You know, they're, I, I have a trip to tell you. If you ain't trying to hit me, you gay. And I'm like, oh my god, you can't say that this person is gay just because they didn't, you didn't catch their eye, you know. And but she, she thinks like that, you know what I'm saying? So we have to get out of this idea, <laughs> this myth. <laughs> we gotta get out of this idea that every person that you meet 
is a potential person for your garden because that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to get out of this idea that, um, you know, that people don't have to work for you. You know what I'm saying? Let them work mm-hmm. for you. It's okay. You know, let them prove their that's worth right. to you. Get that commitment up front because I'm telling you, once the cuckoo is on the table, then, you know, it's kind of like, well, I kind of got what I was looking for, so I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Get your get whatever you want before that gets on the table. Because once it's on the table, you can't take your stuff back and be like, you know what? You really ain't what I thought you was. I'm just going to go ahead and take my good loving back. You can't. You know, so we have to make sure Mm -hmm. that we get the respect that we're looking for up front. You know, we get the commitments we're looking for up front because at that point, if a child comes into play, you with a man, not some dude, you with a man, okay? First of all, Mm -hmm. boy, that's a floated statement right there. We'll have to have uh, the chairman and the chief come on later. And talk to us about what a man is, what the definition of a man is, what it takes to build a man. Right. Oh yeah, Big Mama can we can have guests, okay? We can have mm-hmm. you know we, every time again, Big Mama does have company. Yeah, yeah, we got company. We'll dust off a good china for you. But mm-hmm. we need a good working definition of man. We need working definitions of manhood. So when we get with these little mamas, and and because we the big mama. They're learning from us. We're setting the examples, okay, because they, they right in the wings. They're looking. They're not listening so much. They're looking. So we have to get with these little mamas and say, hey, look, are you in a man? Okay. So you and this man were together, intimate, and now there's a child being born. At that point, we're already going to know what's going to happen. We already got a plan of mm-hmm. action. We already know that this man is going to do right by his child. We already know that this man, he got support from his mother. He got support from his father. He got support from his village, you know. So these are the types of things we got to think about when it comes to raising this village, when it comes to bringing these children forward, when it comes to the conversations Mm -hmm. we have with our own children and with others' children and, and everything else like that. So we, we got to get some things in place. Absolutely, absolutely. I also think we need to talk about uh, one of the biggest reasons why I can't stand the term is because it's usually associated with financial responsibilities. Oh, she put me on child support. Ain't nothing but the baby mama drama, da 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 When in actuality, mm-hmm. a lot of resources require that your information is provided because it's not free. It's assistance, you know, for the state of South Carolina. The custodial parent has to get health insurance, state Medicaid, if they have to get food stamps, if they have to get TANF, which is um, temporary aid to families with dependent children, if they got to get any of those things, you automatically have to give up the other parent's information the state goes after you for child support. Mm -hmm. So you're mad at the mom because the state came after you because you don't realize the state came after you because you're not the custodial parent, so you don't realize all the sacrifices that had to be made to the point where now I have to get help. Yeah. Because you're not in that position, you don't understand 
all the other layers. Yeah. Now, this person may not have a place to stay, and they have to apply for Section 8, and they have to do this and do this. There are layers to all of this. And there's anger and frustration that brews in that because you don't know who I had to sit across, explain my whole life story, explain why I wasn't married, why it is here. Yeah, you you don't know what I had to go through. You don't understand that this person was mad at me, even though your child has special needs, and I have to take care of the special needs child. So I can't work a full-time job because I have no one to take care You don't know what I had to go through for this or for that. So by the time you get a piece of paper saying you got to pay $22, $22 really don't do nothing. (laughs) Barely got the locks changed from the last time when somebody tried to break in. You you know, come on. So I think when people get to realize that there are layers to this, the average woman does not say, I'm going to give birth to your child and tomorrow I'll be a child support court. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It usually yeah. doesn't happen Trust until me. months later or years work. later. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Because it's a horrible yeah. process. Yeah, she doesn't. You know. It, it's I mean, not easy. <laughs> it's not these fun. State people, yeah, these state people are horrible. I, I mean, and, and mm-hmm. they know they are because. And it's their job because if it were easy and comfortable, everybody would do it. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's very uncomfortable to have to go and, and basically ask for this handout. And is it fair mm-hmm. that they have to go and do this and, and be looked at some kind of crazy way? No. This weekend mm-hmm. I saw um, $100 just be blown in the wind, right? No no real reason why it was spent. And all I kept thinking was, that baby needs a coat. I, I was so mad, not because, you know, because for me, look, I tell y'all, tell you, big mama, tell you, mm-hmm. it ain't tricking if you got it, okay? If you got it okay. like that, it ain't tricking, okay? Do do you, knock yourself out, whatever, whatever. But I was thinking, okay, while you sitting up here blowing a hundred bucks, this baby needs a coat. When you're not... Get the coat first and parent, blow the change. <laughs> when you're not the custodial parent, before you go blow anything, and I'm talking about blow it out your ear, you know, before you blow anything, mm-hmm. have you checked and made sure that this this little one has all the things that they need first? Mm-hmm. So we have got. And when in doubt, buy some extra underwear. <laughs> <laughs> buy something you know, that you I'm can just add to... that they're gonna always need. <laughs> I don't know if you. So you're not blowing. Boy underwear. More underwear is like $15 a package. Did you know that? I was like, what the hell? You know, and granted, I know what to do with those underwear, but I'm like, dang, that's a lot of money to, to keep keep some basic things basic. I'm like, what the well? Mm-hmm. So, you and know. you can't not do it. <laughs> you have to get it. Especially for so the parents. Okay. <laughs> okay. So if the other parents, the non-custodial parent is able to look at that, or other people in the yeah. village can look at it, that this is, yeah. these are things that kids will always need. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like school supplies, yeah. you always know in the middle of the you year they lose you. everything. So buy more pencils, <laughs> buy extra stuff. And you could, you know, I have closets where yeah. it says like, no, I had these pencils from four years ago. What? Yes. Okay. And they're going to stay right there yeah, okay. until my umiettes need them, <laughs> you know, but That's I'm going right. to keep them because right. children are children. So those yeah. basic necessities that you may just think is just there. I mean, come on now. What if yeah. that's the time yeah. when 
something happened with her with his or her check. Something happened yeah, with the custodial yeah. parents' money. They don't have it. Right. But you have it. Take care of that right. baby. You know, I I'm so glad you brought that up because here we are a good hour into the program and and we really needed to talk about the financial aspect too, you know, to to be fair, mm-hmm. you know. Because mm-hmm. the woman, Lord have mercy, she is carrying those digits, okay? She is carrying that, that money. And, you know, guys, I, I I know it may look like she got her nails done on your dollar, but she may have needed those nails done before she go and choke somebody, okay? Um, <laughs> she, you know, self-care is real. Self-care is real. Also, you know, I have a home. The size of my home is because I have children in it, okay? If I did not have children in it, I probably have a room for me and my shrine to sleep in, and that would be all that I got, you know? When I think about downsizing, when my boys go off to school, I'm like, okay, uh, I need a living room and a room that has a bathroom. I mean, that's all I need. So, you know, <laughs> the mother's carrying the household. We need cars, we need clubs, laundry. I mean, it's a whole thing, okay? So when she hear curtains, oh, all those little things, body wash, all those little things you take for granted. No, no. Pot? Let me tell you, in this house, the thing that's mandatory is deodorant, okay? Deodorant and toothpaste. But paper. <laughs> we don't run out of deodorant and toothpaste. We're gonna have an epidemic if we do. Okay, so um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, but those are not things that you would see if you're not a custodial parent. So you know, exactly. take it easy when she's telling you, "Oh, I need money for this. I need money for that." And diapers and wipes don't cover it. Okay. There's so many baby powder, footy socks, laundry, milk, diapers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much more. So what is she, whatever she's asking for, just know that there's more that goes into children, okay? Um, there, there, the way and, more. Whatever she's, yeah, and if she's asking for some financial assistance, go ahead and do that. You know what I'm saying? Do that for her so that she don't, I mean, she already as it is has to kiss food stamps but you know what I'm saying as it is mm-hmm. her, her, the, the, the baby's teacher look at her crazy when she come in there every other day um, or when the daycare bill is late or whatever you know so we you know and that's this real woman, oh, goodness. look this woman my daycare at one time was more than my rent uh huh oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah and you still had to pay it because you couldn't go to work and get no money okay. if this baby's were mm-hmm. in school. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and, and and don't be don't be like me thinking, oh, I need the child to learn something at school. <laughs> I don't want him to mm-hmm. school with Lottie Dottie and everybody. I want him to go to a special mm-hmm. school, and I want don't don't do that. Don't do that. You might as well go. Might as well be in college taking out student loans to do that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, those things you know, cost. There, there's so much that goes into this baby mama role, title, job, that by the time you come in, Johnny come lately, we're, it's already exploded. 
two, three times already exploded. And so mm-hmm. now what you're seeing is the backlash of all these explosions that occurred. And, and no, nobody likes to be, you know, fussed with. No one likes to be reminded how much they ain't doing. No one likes this, that, or that. But it's so blessed and important that we spend the time and energy trying to help this one and support her so that she doesn't have to go through these explosions. Because I bet exactly. if she could talk to homeboy, talk to him, just talk to him like a regular, without the tears, without the baby crying, without thinking about all my hopes and dreams that just flew out the window, without that, if, you, if she could just focus for a second on um, her and her needs, I bet you he could listen. I bet you he could hear her. I bet you he could yeah. relate to her. But it's hard to have those conversations when the baby is crying. It's hard to have those conversations when you don't feel like you feel like your dreams are passing you by and, and you don't have you, you trying desperately to do something and you can't because you feel like you have all of the burden of the child, you know. And so we have to start putting some supports in place. Exactly. One thing one thing I gotta tell all my little mamas, okay? is that if dad is not capable of putting support in place, go to the next level. See if his parents are available. See if his um, anyone can help. And then after that, you go look at your mama and see what she can do. Go find your community big mama and let her know the situation. Don't sit there exploding on yourself and not having anyone to talk to, to pull on, to do anything with. You see what I'm saying? It's so important. Exactly. We can't, him not being available to you is not an excuse. His mother denying the child is no longer an excuse, okay? We got to put some other things in place, all right? And so you got to go to wherever you can get the help has nothing to do with him. It has everything to do with you, little mama, surviving this moment. Because this, this is just a moment. When we talk about passes, okay, this is the rest of your mm-hmm. life, you know what I'm saying? But in order to leave this situation with your mental faculties, okay, without okay. you being ready to set yourself up to be someone's wife, and maybe someone else. You've got to get through this moment right here. And you can't let the okay. baby mama drama eat you alive. Because it will. It will. It'll make you bitter on the inside. And that's not a good thing. It'll, it'll, it'll do all kinds of things. Okay? It'll make you wrinkled. It'll make you old. It'll make you abuse your body. It'll make you abuse... Um, drugs and alcohol, it'll make you, mm-hmm. okay? That's why we can't have this. You got to fight it. You I have agree. to fight this. And, and for those little sisters who did not make the wisest decisions, you know, multiple fathers, young age, life is about change. You can break the, cur- the curses. You can say, today I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. 
Today okay. I'm not going to spread my legs for this person who doesn't respect me because I'm going to apply the appropriate value to my life. So you Amen. could have been on that side, and you could still walk into your queendom if that's what you want to do. And Amen. you don't have to Amen. allow your past to control your present and push your future. You can make changes right now to be that's a right. better you so you can be a better mother, so you can end up having that significant other that will complement what you have going on. They're not responsible Amen. for making you happy. That's your job. But they can complement what you already have going on. But that means you have to have something positive going on so that you can have a better future and know that you don't want to take all those steps backwards. Get thanks and praise for your friend. children. Get thanks and praise for what you once had with whomever because they're here and you move forward so that you can be a better person. That's right. That's right. That's so right. And and let me tell you something. Sorry to my little mamas out there. Don't think, oh, I got three kids. I'm not going to find no man. I'm not going to find no full-time man, so I'm going to go deal with Uncle Frank. No, that's not true. Mm-mm. And for those, and, and we got to say these ugly words. For those that have been molested, raped, um, had their bodies used and abused by people, I, I got to say these ugly words. That's not the end of your life. It's not. You got to reconnect no. with your body. You got to get some counseling. I, I said the C word. I know that's a bad word in our community. Whatever. You got to get some counseling okay. so you can begin to heal your body and heal your mind's attitude towards your body so that you can move forward and begin to live a life where you actually enjoy your body fully, that you know your body deserves respect and and, and everything else like that. So for my little mamas that have suffered pain and physical pain, emotional pain, I need you to understand that's not the end. You can keep going from there. Wherever you are, you can go up. As long as you're breathing, you can go up, okay? So, you know, but it, it starts with a decision. You wake up one morning and somebody says something to you. You hear somebody's voice and it rings a bell within your spirit, within your soul. And then you're like, you know what? I don't want to be where I was before. I don't want to do the things I did before. I want to be a new person. I don't want to be a baby mama. I want to be somebody's wife. And then once that decision right. is made, then you sit around and you got to shop. You got to shop yourself where the wives are. Who's looking for a wife? Now, I'm telling you, these dudes are so slick with it, they'll tell you, I'm not looking for a wife. Okay, well, just delete his phone number then, baby. He told you he's not looking for a wife, okay? we. I thank him for his honesty. Thank you. And now I know the next. And I, I try to go ahead and move on to the next one. We don't have to sit here and try to badger him and, Try to sell yourself to him and explain how great a wife you're going to be. If he's not ready, when someone tells you who they are, you have to believe them. So when he says he's not ready, that's fine. Yes. You have to know within yourself, I'm going to keep it moving because I really do want the wife experience. I want to be with my man and exhale because I know that's my man exclusively only because he took me to God. Okay. So we all 
kinds of things we got to think about, okay, and, and, and things that we need to um, put up on our pedestals. And it's up to us big mamas to set the example for you, and it's up for you little mamas to pay attention to the example that is being set for you, okay? So it is a lot right. going on here, but I believe when we start healing the family, we heal everything that's going on in our dynamic. When we start allowing Big Mama in our house, in our life, she's going to help you with that baby getting his homework done. She's going to help you. She's going to say, oh, I know. I know little Johnny don't like to read. That's okay. Read to me, little Johnny. Read, you know. We're we going to get the help from our community. Our community is going to serve us the way that we know how. But we, we you got to sit there and you got to be honest. You know, you can't run from these problems. You know, you can't. Lord knows you cannot cover them up trying to make it seem like something else. You know what I'm saying? Be honest with it because the truth will set you free, and you'd be surprised how many people really do want to help. You know, there are lots of men and women that are like, man, I've been in that position. How can I help? I'd be like, look, True. take John to the soccer field and kick the ball around with him, and then, and then tell him to leave girls alone because he'll listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes the help is just as simple as, you know, okay, while y'all walk into the store, right into the store, can you talk to him about saying no to drugs and weed is a drug? You know, they don't need to be 11, 12 years old trying to get some, trying to get high with you, okay? Um, you know, so there's all kind of things that we need from our community, and the big mamas are officially announcing and welcoming the Papa Joes out there, those that take the time to work with you. Look, get get on your job, Papa. You know, Big Mama's house, we talk, we in the kitchen, and we talking and we cooking and we yep. clean it. Papa Joe might be out in the garage or, or raking leaves that ain't no leaves there. I, I saw an old man raking some, I said, is he raking the grass? And you know what the Big Mama that house said? She said, he's outside the house. I don't care what he's doing. I said, oh, oh, okay. I got you. Because <laughs> he was just out there raking, raking so slow. I said, um, what, what's Papa doing? He said, he out the house. I said, oh, oh, okay. So you need our Papa, whether you in the yard, whether you in the garage, whether you sitting on the front porch, I don't care what you're doing. If you see a young boy in yelling distance, yell at him. <laughs> Talk to him. Find out what's on his mind. You know what I'm saying? And and, and we mm-hmm. promise over here at Big Mama's house to do the same. Yeah. And we're gonna come together and be a stronger unit because of it. You know. So don't think all that beautiful masculine energy out there that we don't recognize you and see you. We absolutely recognize you. We wait for y'all to get up. On and the we board. need it. You know what I'm saying? We we need it. Shoot. I'll even bring out we need it. to let you know what kind of sister I am. Okay, I will bring you out something to drink on it. You know what I'm okay. saying? I believe I, I don't even mind bringing you out a, a cup of lemonade, serve it up, leave some of the lemon, lemon rinds still in the tea, okay? I, I do that, okay? That good stuff. I do that. <laughs> look, look, I do it. I do it. I do it because it's necessary. I do it because I want the little, uh, the little homeboy that are looking at you be like, dang, that lemonade look good. I can't wait till I give me a little mama and she give me some lemonade like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, have, yeah. we recognize that this is how we start these conversations. 
this is how we plant the seeds, you know. We we got to give Papa the big piece of chicken because I need those little ones to see, hey, I, I want that big piece of chicken, you know. So we have to create some of these wants and needs and desires our own self by just letting ourselves be the example for, for goodness, for positivity, for, you know, just showing you the proper way things are done. This is true. This is true. Well, look, I can't believe it because I feel like we just started this conversation. But our time has ticked on us, okay? We got 10 minutes left. I cannot believe that. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm looking at the clock like, wait a minute, okay? Um, All the beautiful, all the quiet phone lines is telling me some things. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It sure is. And guess what? We'll do it again. (laughs) It's okay. I promise you we're going to do it again. We started off talking about, what was that first show? Depression? Depression. The first show was depression. The second show was domestic violence. The third show Mm -hmm. is baby baby mama drama. Big mama's not playing. Big Mama is not playing, and we can't play with you. You know, because these are the very things that are derailing our families. These are the very things that are creating hardships in our relationships. These are the very things that are limiting us, and and we shouldn't be limited, especially Mm -hmm. in our house, especially in our homes. Mm -hmm. So we got to talk about, you know, some of the things – this topic, all of these topics affect both men and women. I just, we just, because we are women, and because we're women mm-hmm. of this status, we got to tell it from our point of view. And one of the reasons exactly. why we invite people to press one, look, I want you to say your piece. I want you to add to our body of knowledge because we all need some answers. What works for me may not work for somebody. So if you have another way of solving this, this problem, Please come and share with us, okay? But it's okay. And we have to be able to, we really have to be able to agree to disagree. Because we're not going to agree on everything. But we can respect each other's opinion through the process. Amen. 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 There's only two things you can do when you're talking to somebody. Build or destroy. Uh And respect each other. You know, I think, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times you said, um, respect in the middle of this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Use it, respect, respect, respect. Why? Because it's necessary and needed. And without it, we're not getting nowhere. This is absolutely true. And if you don't mind, I just want to share the exact definition of respect. It's Please. feelings of deep admiration for someone or something that's elicited by their abilities their qualities, and their achievements. Mm. Giving birth to your child, your child <laughs> is alive, and the mother is alive, that's an achievement. That's a miracle. Yes, it is. <laughs> you yes, know? It is. And, it is. and apparently the abilities was good because you procreated, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So let's yeah. get back to those basic reasons why. You know, in that respect, is like we said, we're going we're going on both sides. You know, That's for right. the sisters, you That's can't right. beat the brother down who is trying. That's right. 
Maybe they're not in a position to do everything, but what they can do, they are doing. Respect that. You can't control who else he's choosing to be with or whatever. You can't control that, but what you can control is him having an active role in the life of that child. You got to talk to me, but I'm not going to tell you you can't talk to your child. Mm -hmm. Because that's hurting who? Mm -hmm. The tiny human. And then you'll have Mm -hmm. that disconnect. And if we need to get this unity back in the community, we have to have that good communication. Amen. Mm -hmm. That means we have to have these conversations that are uncomfortable. That's why you have to come to Big Mama's house because we're going to say what we feel like saying. We're going to be fresh (laughs) when we feel like being fresh. But the bottom line Mm -hmm. is you get the truth before you leave. That's right. Whether you like it or not. How about you marinate on that? When you come back, I got some tea and cake for you. You know? I'm going to feed you. I got the vittles. I'm going to feed you. I got you. I'm going to make sure you you. come back. I, I'm gonna make mm-hmm. sure you come back. And if you need a second, I'm gonna watch the sure. baby for you. I'm gonna be, you're gonna be okay. All right. But I gotta mm-hmm. be honest with you. I can't let you out here making mistakes and not correct you. That wouldn't be right for me. That would not be right. Okay. I gotta sit here when you, when I see you off point, when I see you off character, when I see you off, I gotta come and I have to correct you. And you're not gonna like it, but it's done out of love. So you're gonna love it. You don't have to like it. You're gonna love it, exactly. Okay, and, and we gotta start really pushing that, okay? Um, and if you have mm-hmm. a question, okay, like you're not sure, like you think your baby daddy's taking advantage or whatever, ask your big mama. Look around, okay? <laughs> Look around and find you a big mama, okay? And, and big mamas are getting younger and younger, so don't you don't have to go to sixty. You can go to forty-five at this point. You know what I'm saying? And and you can ask, hey, look. I got this problem, you know, does, does this seem normal to you? Does, you know, am I handling this this way? You know, sometimes I got to stop and pull up and say, hey, this is this this was my perception in this. Is that accurate? If you looked at the same thing, mm-hmm. would you come up with the same result? And, and you got to ask these questions. These questions ain't always easy. But you have to stop mm-hmm. sometimes and say, hey, look, I do need to find out from a big mama's point of view is this a wrong thing? Is this, you know, mm-hmm. I, I need to find out, you know, what obligations I owe his mother. Yeah, you owe his mother a chance mm-hmm. to be a grandchild. So, you yep. know, all of that is helpful. So, uh, you know, my two cents, what I'm leaving you with today is, because I can't believe the time has ticked on us, is don't hesitate to ask for some help, for some advice, for some guidance. Ask somebody who's been through a situation or two that can that can let you know, hey, the way you see in it, I understand, but that may not be it. Your perception might be off, you know. So I, every little mama mm-hmm. needs to have a big mama in her life to help guide her through some of this stuff. So don't hesitate. If your mama is not available, not living, not in your life, wherever she is, God bless her. But if you need somebody right now, find somebody that you can go to that can help you understand some of the problems that are going on in your life. Mm-hmm. What two cents you got to wrap up the show, my sister? What, what two cents you got? One word. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Amen. You know, Amen. respect for self, respect for others. Amen. Respect for those tiny Amen. humans that you brought into this earth. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it, and if you can keep your eye, your eyes focused on one thing, that helps a lot. So understanding mm-hmm. that you know you you've grown, okay? Him him's grown, okay? But these babies they need our help. They need our help. So don't hesitate to to be there for them and to let them be priority in your life and have a child-focused household because they're going to need it. The child's going to need it. I want to thank everyone for tuning in as we talk about this baby mama drama. It ain't been easy, but I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone that's going to tune in and listen via the recording because there's some words here that you just kind of need to go off on your checklist and discover, am I doing this? Is this the right thing? You know, and don't hesitate to reach out to your elder and this, this big mama's house. So don't That's hesitate right. to reach out to big mama. But if you got a Papa Joe in your life, reach out to Papa Joe. Whatever you do, whatever you got, make sure you making sure you're doing the right thing for the right reasons and ask those kind of questions, okay? All right, mm-hmm. this, has been Mom, this has been Mama 7. I'm signing off, Mama Makita. Thank you so much for your <laughs> time Mama and energy Kita. and expertise. Okay, thanks for your time, energy, and expertise. Um, and we'll be doing this next month at Big Mama Thank Talk, y'all. okay? Mm-hmm. Peace. Power to the people. All power to the people. <laughs>